This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. One of those guys, cerebral guy, but not not much in the. But I also think Dan Hart say I wouldn't go near that. Like he would push that button until Danny's like, "Let's go," and he'd be like, "What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> Man, I don't Come know. I, <laughs> I mean, over years, he's expressed a lot of like stories in fighting. I think he enjoys it. I think like we like underestimate him and like his touching the toes. He may have some right. jujitsu skills that we don't even know, man. Like oh, some no. over. I think he'd blow it up if he was on like Bourbon Street and needed to scrap, but I think like someone who knew what they were doing, like Dana, would like destroy him. And we're back with another edition of Lauer After Hours. This is Mike Ryan fan account, and boy, do we have a loaded potato of a show today. We are joined by Danielle from Wisconsin, Stupak. Price Blag, Christy Yamaguchi Main, Guillermo Mafia, Asom from Chicago, Barrett from Duval, Aaron from Memphis, Miami native John, and Stano from Brooklyn, New York. Now, guys, this episode truly was a lazy river come to life. We all had our own original bits planned, but then life happened and they all had to be thrown out the window. We hit record put on our floaties, hopped into the river, and let it take us where it took us. Enjoy. Unlike mainstream jean stores, the Zipper Recruiter doesn't just wait for shoppers to unzip their fly. When you post a Zipper request, they distribute your fly to 100 plus jean stores across the web. Then their smart fly technology actively scans millions of jean brands and jean store profiles and invites quality button fly makers and zipper makers to apply, making your zipper recruiting and zipper sewing faster than ever. Check out the zipperrecruiter.com today. Like, I think there's a difference between even like a best, like normal guy fighting and like someone who does this for a living or basically does like Dana. All right, well, I mean, we, I mean, a big we need to find somebody for Stu Goss to fight, like a Wilbon or something. Maybe uh, <laughs> Cowherd. For real. Body one of them soft to fight, getting Cowherd. 
Mikey C would wreck him. Oh, Mikey C's been working he's out. Jacks. Yeah, that's not that's not a good fight. Cool. Oh, about, like what about like Kravitz? Kathy Hubbard. Boom. Rich Lison, you got it. That'd be a great matchup. I think Rich would kill him. Probably. I feel like he's like secretly jacked under his suit. <laughs> I feel like the only guy at ESPN that Sugats has a chance with is probably Tim Kirchin. No, they ain't doing Tim. <laughs> I got the same size over quarantine. He could Isn't Matt Barry kind of small? Not the fantasy football Matt Barry, the sports yeah. anchor Matt Barry. The one that looks like Randy Scott. Oh. I think they look alike. What are the chances of there being two Matt Berries that work for ESPN? Like, are we – it's yeah. a joke. <laughs> Speaking of, of Jack, we were talking about people with Jack. One of the um, one of the things popped into my head, totally relevant uh, to this week's shows, but but tangential because it involves um, Kazaria. Um, yeah. Most of you guys are most of you guys are are, are much younger or younger than I am. But how many have seen Birdcage? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, unbelievable. One of his best roles. Band. So before, before you know, I had seen Hank Azaria on on in TV shows and all, and the voice, all the voices of Simpsons growing up, all that stuff. But yeah. but secretly jacked. I mean, talk about secretly jacked. In that was a, I couldn't believe it when he played that role. And so I just wanted to maybe mention who else, who else people thought were secretly jacked. Um, and uh, Hank Azaria just popped into my mind. Um, I was watching that special they had with all the old sports centers. Stuart Scott, holy shit! Oh, he had couple, to stay healthy, yeah. He was under those nice press shirts. You could see that. Whew, not messing with him. R.I.P. I mean, obviously, we know Izzy is ripped. Oh, I was just about yeah. to say that. Uh, you know, I was oh, yeah. I, I saw Izzy with the shirt off for the first time searching uh, through Katrina Jernge's Twitter, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. You've never seen that photo before of him at the tracks? The best thing on the train tracks. Jesus Christ, yeah. Thank God my girl's not here right now, but yeah. (laughs) He's jacked. Yeah, dude's a unit for sure. But uh, I believe the the first Zoom call I missed with you guys, didn't he show up with his shirt off? Yeah, he did. The second time. (laughs) I told him that his hair reminded me of Powerline from Goofy Movie, and I'm pretty sure he was offended by it. I think so. It was supposed to be a compliment. (laughs) Yeah, he'll he'll never be on again. (laughs) Whose hair is worse, Izzy's or Dan's from yesterday? Or two days ago, highly questionable. I like Dan's. (laughs) When he made it, like, stick out to the side? Like Bozo. I I mean, Izzy's is is styled, at least. He tries to do something with it. Dan's is just... All over the place. Well, that's because Mike can't style his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think he legit wears a hat everywhere? Yeah, probably. probably. Yes, yeah. pretty yeah. much. And let's not forget that Dan's also, I mean, he's like, you know, balding. And, and uh, so there's only this, as, as a person who is balding can tell you, you can only do so much. You know, Izzy, Izzy has like a Chia Pet thing happening where, he, you know, he can grow a super dense uh, uh, fro. But not Dan. Dan, remember Dan had to sprinkle some uh, some hair yeah. uh, <laughs> on Sports Reporter uh, a bunch of times. And that was way back too. He still has the sprinkle paint for highly questionable when he does HQ. No hat. Does he actually use it though, or did he just talk about using it once? Well, I remember oh. him like pushing it, like showing it on his hand. 
Okay. And they've shown it going to commercial break when they're touching up his makeup, making fun of them, them sprinkling hair on him. <laughs> <laughs> so is it true that you get those jeans from your mom's dad? Is that? Yes. That's what I've heard. I don't know how that happened because my grandfather, he has a full head. Of, he had a full head of hair, man. And I'm, I'm not even 30 yet. And I'm, you know, I'm running out. Hence the hat. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I see a, I see a few more <laughs> right here. Yeah, I'm 29. And let's see it. Put, take the hat off. Let's go, but I gotta see my future. It's well, it, well, bro. Let, get out of here. You got a hairline. Get out of here. You got a hairline. Get out of here. Let me say this. Yeah, I've got this. this already reaching all the it's way just, back. I just got a. I just got my first haircut for the yeah, first that's time. Say, months, mine so. is going. We're 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 seeing it at a at a you know it looks good now. All right. Dude, I lost. I started going bald at twenty one. Oh, I started yes. losing my hair. Well, you should have cut me off, Darren. Like, <laughs> by the time I was twenty three, I'd started bicking it like completely, like dome. You know, like a just leaned into ball. it. Oh wow! Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that's what you got to do, man. Like. I like and no no shade on anybody who are, is like holding on to that last little bit of like you know wispiness on top, but man, it looks so much better once you just lean into it. So much better. Like Bomani so Jones said, on "Come on style. home." Exactly, yeah. come on yeah. home. Full <laughs> head of hair would be less. He'd be he'd be a little less, you know, able to make fun of himself or accept who, it from everybody else on the panel. Who are we talking yeah. about? Ben. Oh yeah, Uncle yeah, Fatty. Yeah. yeah, those uh those qualities like like particularly the way he interviews it, it's like there's nothing really to hit him back on that he doesn't already hit himself on like it it, it makes makes a uh makes his interview style a lot better that way too i'm really honored to be a part of this group right now i agree i agree as well thanks yeah, for the invite. I think we're all the levitard zealots <laughs> i didn't ask for any of this but i love it there you go <laughs> covid19 here's a whole week Super Bowl week. What's the teachers? top five? Uh, yeah, it comes like the fake Mike Ryan, all of that from the show. Which are rank at the top five? Like we know. All right, take our eleven star already though. But that don't even count. So already <laughs> don't even count. So outside of that, what's your top five? I identify with Billy and Chris so hard, and then sprinkle some Roy in there. No, I'm saying off the uh off the show fakes. Like so, you saying the fake King Roy or? So, uh, it's like oh 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 the account yeah mafia yeah. you got you got army you got the fake uh Cody Calvary yeah the handheld yeah there's a bunch of them I think Guillermo Mafia is the only one I interact with though so that's my favorite plus their so merchandise amazing so great I can't yes. wait yes I'm repping oh so we almost need like next time we do one of these calls we almost need to have somewhere in frame. Like on a whiteboard, like your Twitter handle, like the other Twitter name, the like whatever your first name is, like every possible thing that you go by, so that when somebody's talking, we go, okay, that's that account. <laughs> it's a really I'm still good trying account. to figure out who John is, if I'm being totally honest. You got it. John's also a Miami native. So, like, John's been on the ground in Miami. Like he's steady hitting up appearances, linking with Guillermo. Like um, when we started up, we like when we started up and we made our first trip, John linked up with us and we started joking around that he's like the mafia consigliere, kind of like the dude on the inside with all the like Miami advice and shit. Um, but he's been steady deep in the Miami scene and not just like the Levitard stuff, but the five sports or five reason sports and um, just all those other guys. He's, he's really, really tuned if in that's... to the Miami scene. 
If that's not the name of a Miami-centric podcast already, it should be Miami Advice. Oh, wow. shit. You see, the, you see Renee's face light up at that? I gave it a shot. People complain about any ad that shows more, that's heard more than once. As yep. soon as the ad's here a second time, this ad sucks. Like the Bloomberg. Oh, like Bloomberg. Oh, well, Bloomberg my was over God. The top. Bloomberg. That was a nightmare. Even on the pod. It was oh, every oh. commercial on the pod. But he was oh, advertising so much that it, like, lost – It for me, it lost its, its effect. It's like, all right, it's, you know, it's just kind of yeah. like background, background noise at this point. Oh, that's exactly that's, what it turns into. That's what Bloomberg is, background noise. How many millions as, as, of As a New Yorker. Yeah, and he didn't even, like, make it. 250, <laughs> 80 million, something ridiculous. Oh, my God. That's so painful. Hey, I vote for him. I vote. He could cut the limit at like people who got more than ten million dollars. If you got more than ten million, he ain't got to give you nothing. But everybody rest in that, bro. Here we go. Here go a million. And you got Shit, it yeah. right there. You pay yourself like two, three hundred million. Should we wait until Morgan is here to do this? Which I don't. I don't mind because again, I'm not looking forward to eating this stuff <laughs> at all in any way, shape, or form. It uh-huh. the smell alone. It smells like axle grease. Really? Shit, you not. It's. It's kind of it's kind of horrifying, and the look and the reaction my fourteen year old gave me today uh, kind of put the fear of God in me. I'm not gonna lie. Just go light. I, I think I mentioned very light. Smear. I mentioned it on yes. Yeah, go I think light. I mentioned it on Twitter. I, I had like the the British version when I, when I was in England. Was it what's and, that called? Um, Marmite. Marmite, and um, it was it was it was bad. It was like uh, it was like tar. It. Tar that you just, uh, it was horrible. Um, so I, I think the Australians didn't want to call it Marmite because, of uh-huh. the, uh, you know, but I think it's the same stuff and it's horrible. I mean, just the, like, I don't know if you guys can see that, but it says yeast extract. I didn't know you could extract anything from yeast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you're eating is byproduct. That's right. That Good jar. God. That jar looks like what you find in like an atomic bomb shelter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, literally, like I made the the axle grease joke, but this is lo- like it looks like you would find this in a garage, like a, a commercial garage. Yeah. Uh, you need when your struts are rusty, you can like, wrap it. You're with not going. You're not going to put it on. On. Uh, I thought you were going to put it on toast. Hold on. You should do it on toast. A little bit on yeah. toast. Oh, he's butter, butter, right? Don't sleep. A little butter. Yeah. yeah veggie, that's the way they eat it. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, go ahead and give them that description real quick because we're going to need to send that to the show for a grit of death, bro. So tell the people what it is. <laughs> okay, so the the way this came about is that Morgan from Australia, who's not on the, the call right this second, we found out that she had never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before. Somehow, uh, I guess that's not really a thing in Australia. So I agreed to go out, found some Vegemite at the World Market uh, here in town. And they were doing curbside shopping, so I just pulled up and uh, told the guy what I needed, and sure enough, they had it. So it's uh, in a small glass jar. It looks like uh, basically axle grease. It's very dark. It's like super dark brown, close to black. Um, has the consistency of grease. It says on the, it's a red and yellow label, and it says yeast extract, um, which I had no clue that you could extract anything from yeast, I thought. Uh, you just used it for bread. I, I honest to God, I have no idea what this stuff is. Um, I don't really know, uh, what, yeah. I, somebody said it was a byproduct. 
of something. I don't know what the product is that it's a byproduct of, though. Does anybody have any idea? Yeast. Uh, yeah, what, hell no. So uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and get to eating it. All right. Might be, might be the brewing, like the brewing process. Uh, we'll have to take a look. But before you even take a taste, can you describe the smell? Okay. And I have a question, too. How much is this little jar that you got in your hand? You know, that's a good question. I think I threw the – I just handed the guy my debit card through the window because it was like, you know, uh, I wasn't trying to, like, haggle over the price or anything. So I, I want to say I think it was like 10 bucks, something like that maybe. You know, it's imported from Australia. It says proudly made in Australia since 1923. So uh, the smell – somebody asked about the smell. It has a almost a slightly – man – Based it has almost a slightly alcoholic smell to it, like a like a like a dark rye kind of bread smell. Um, it's pretty potent. It does not smell good in any way. Um, I will say that it doesn't smell fruity. It doesn't smell. It, it's not a pleasant aroma. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I got um, from VeggieMike.com, which is not real. Um, <laughs> I got a uh, here we go. It's a thick, dark brown Australian food spread made from leftover brewer's yeast. Um, extracts with okay. various vegetable and spice additives. A beer slate. So, so yeah, they were going to throw it away, and then they're like, well, what are we going to do with all this stuff? And yes. uh, rather than throw it away, they just sprinkled some celery salt and, and gave it to Man, if nothing else, uh, Australians were resourceful. So, uh, well, I guess I guess it comes from England originally. I don't know. Um, okay, so uh, I was told I need to spread it on toast with some butter to help kind of soften the blow i guess <laughs> is the best way to put it so i'm going to try it now and here goes um by the way my 14 year old tried it earlier today and it looked like it put the fear of god in him um he had to spit it out it was that bad um, that is I child did, abuse yes i know i know not unless I, he did it on his own i had the authorities called on me uh oh well, okay <laughs> All right, here goes. Y'all ready? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Your face>. Right? <laughs> Take another oh bite. Are you turning red? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's that was growing like hair. Lowest souring motion. That, okay, so it doesn't hit you at first. It just tastes super, super salty. That's the primary thing, but it, it's making my mouth tingle. In a, in a savory way or in a no in like a uh like a chemical reaction way <laughs> like a sensory way wow yeah Is that like, a good or yeah, bad exactly thing? um it's not the worst thing it's it, it's got a very sour flavor to it i in hindsight i definitely gave my son way too much of this today good god <laughs> i put it on so thick on that piece of toast and right no, he's gonna hate my guts. Oh man, you feel dizzy. Right. Take a spoonful, big okay. spoonful. I'm gonna actually piece of toast, bro. Okay, I'm gonna do a little bit on. Yeah. You guys can see on the end of the knife, just so I can really get a taste for it, because the the butter and the bread really is like kind of muting everything. Okay, hold on, I can't see. Put a little more on there. <laughs> yeah, put a little more on. It's hard to see. No, shut up. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, unless you do a teaspoon, it doesn't count. <laughs> this is uh this is like a yeah i don't know that's that's not a measurement uh the dab okay that is this dab. is that little bit that i just had on that bite though definitely caused an effect in my mouth so okay here we go yeah that won't be good 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the reaction. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow, that, was, that was like a like a wasabi reaction. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, Christy immediately put his hands up to his mouth like he was about to spit it all back out, just oh. right there in front of us. Water will not help. You gotta get some Good milk. God. Yeah, I'm no, I'm gonna have to get some orange juice or something more potent. Good God, some vodka. <laughs> yes, a mixed drink of some sort. Yeah, the first like it's weird. It's like it's overwhelmingly salty super pungent um and yeah definitely got that that tingle going on but it doesn't taste like anything i've ever had honest to god it uh yeah it just tastes like that color like that's that's what it tastes like almost it tastes (laughs) like that dark brown color that is weird stuff man i definitely i can see how it's used as a spread though like on toast it just makes it way more savory wow when i was younger i tried it on a saltine cracker and uh, I've never tried it again, if that says anything about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, – it, I could see how, like, if you're raised on it, 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 it just becomes part of your, like, daily palate, so to speak. But, man, that is funky. It's just funny to think about because, like, so many things from so many countries all just kind of, like, seem to whirl around and come back here. But that is not one of them. No, and I, I completely see why. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think Morgan Morgan got the, the better of the, uh, of the oh absolutely yeah I told what her if that. that's her reaction to jelly and peanut butter though impossible that, impossible that, <laughs> yeah like no it, no way it can't be PB and J is is uh is American and the fact that it's just loaded up with fat and sugar like that's those are the two most delicious things in the world especially on the white bread yeah <laughs> exactly. I missed it because I stepped out. Was that a white toast? Was that a wheat toast? <laughs> oh, that was a uh, that was a um, uh, what is it? Sara Lee honey wheat. Okay. Um, he really masked the flavor. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, that was pretty pretty uh, cheap loaf bread, honestly. But huh? Okay. But while we're so on I the uh, PB, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I saw a video today because I was looking up how people eat this stuff where somebody made a, uh, like, toast with, like, they put it on their avocado. Like, they basically make, like, they they put the butter on there, then some slices of avocado, and then a thin layer of this on there. That that actually might be pretty good. That, yeah. That I sounds like an Australian like millennial. <laughs> <laughs> if it's super right. salty, you could spread it on stuff that like sardines would go with. I'm thinking the saltine might not be super bad if with a little bit of hot sauce, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I'm intrigued. Are you tied up gas bags emphatically given their top five lists on starting QBs? Have you heard Max Kellerman lose the MJ LeBron debate more times than you can count? Are sports highlights not even doing it for you anymore? Interested in food? Long walks of the ocean? Hats on backwards? It's it's totally in the, it's it's backwards. It's it's supposed to be backwards. I'm not blaming anybody. It's supposed to be backwards. It's in here as backwards. Just cleaning it up. Anyway, check out Chris Cody ESPN.com. Break. Bringing Again. it back to PB and J because some some of this um, this has been a recurring theme, especially at work, um, when when the topic of PB and J comes is how how to make a proper PB and J. 
Um, my wife and I are at opposite ends of these spectrums. Um, so I'll, I won't bias anybody, so I'll just put the question out there. How do you make a proper PB&J? And Bill Belichick style. Bill Belichick has a video from when he was a head coach of the Browns where he makes a peanut butter and jelly. He calls it a BB PB&J. And he puts peanut butter on both slices of bread yep. so that you can't get the seeping of the jelly in your bread and ruining it. It's yep. the best way to do it. And then he cuts it up into like dog treat shapes. Oh my God. I can just imagine him with nope. like rock on the sidelines. Like, good job, buddy. <laughs> That's the way. You need well, my favorite jelly to seep out. The jelly needs to seep out. Jelly needs to seep out. And get and everywhere on you. Ice cold. No, no, no. Ice cold peanut butter. This room he may know. He may know Super Bowls. He may know Super Bowls, but he he doesn't know jack shit about uh, peanut butter. Hold on, ice cold peanut butter. What? Yeah, peanut yeah. butter out of the fridge. Yeah, ice get cold. Back to that. Yeah. Nah, that's cool. okay. I don't do it all the time, but I used to date someone who did, and it's not that bad. Oh, you I refrigerate so I temperature. But, yeah, no, she would. She, she would just put the head. peanut butter right next to the jelly because they get used together only. So her idea was they should stay together. And it really wasn't super bad, but it, I don't do it on my own. Does it rip the bread when you try to spread it? I mean, you Toast. have to you not go. just yeah. stab your bread, but no, I think you can. I spread it fine. Toast. Oh um, no! You have to you have to work it like 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 you know treat the the the, the bread like the delicate you know uh, <laughs> item it is. You have to spread it nicely, evenly. And a, and a good layer, not, not just like, a, don't be skimpy on it. Now, my wife's not home yet. She's still working. But um, uh, uh, so I can, I don't have to whisper. She makes a terrible PB&J. Horrible. <laughs> um, and I don't have to worry because I know she's not going to listen to this. Um, she, what she does is she takes peanut butter. She takes peanut butter, slaps it on, on bread. Doesn't matter what bread. And knowing my wife, it's probably some seeded bread with with 10 different types of nuts and and just <laughs> something i wouldn't even like I look twice at sticks and, and rocks yeah yeah it rocks you know whatever whatever you don't want in a bread it's in there and then she just goes ahead and puts i don't even think it's symmetrically like she just slathers like it almost like she scoops it puts it right in the middle and then puts jelly on top of that not even two <laughs> slices not even two slices of bread now, for everybody listening, the correct way, the correct way is you go ahead and 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 you're almost painting a portrait, right? You're, you're going and you're 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 uh, painting from edge to edge, making sure you got equal coverage, so every bite is exactly the same. And you go ahead and you paint edge to edge, and then you you maneuver, you turn the bread ninety, so you get an even spread, and then you take the other bread, and you do the same thing with the jelly. Again, it's uh, you know who should do this. Um, we should have a uh, uh, Greg Cody should do a kind of uh, a, a little, a little <laughs> thing on PB and J. Yeah, instead, instead of, of soups, my name, Sammies, maybe some Sammies. Next week, we all bring our favorite bread, our peanut butter, our jelly, and we all make sandwiches. Uh, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> no doubt. So back to the jelly. So then you go again. The the the, the priority is that every bite when you're done. You have this perfect um, uh, amalgamation of, of peanut butter, jelly, and bread, and every bite is as delicious as the next and the one that came before it. 
And all right, all right, all right. Until all the jelly in. falls on your lap because you don't have any peanut butter holding it in from the top. Guillermo Mafia, what do you think about that? So, like, we didn't get into this yet. Are we talking creamy peanut butter? Are we talking crunchy peanut butter? How about a layer of chips in between, maybe, huh? Some texture? Yes! What kind of bread? Are we going wheat? We're going white. Right. Come on, John. John got some strict rules for this amalgamation. What you got, bro? You got to get potato no, bread. No chips. Uh, no Smooth peanut butter. I usually go with a Jif, although honey roasted peanut butter is, is, is also uh, um, acceptable. Uh, but absolutely no chips. Uh, peanut butter and jelly is not savory. Shouldn't be savory. It should be, you know, a, a sweet treat. Uh, that you can have any time of the day, day or night, uh, and not limited to kids or when your kids are having them. Good for midnight yeah. snack. Good for uh, uh, you know. I've never. John, had- we covered this before. Before you jumped on, banana acceptable in your sandwich? Absolutely, it is. But I wouldn't call it a PB and J. Okay. Wow. The B can't stand for banana. What is that? <laughs> it's good stuff. Grandma oh, Mata showing stuff. us something. John, your your uh your description of how to make a PB and J was inspiring, man. It really was. I feel it's I not feel my first rodeo to buy it. <laughs> I got a little emotional. <laughs> well, hey, we need a we need a PB and J from you next. Yeah, I, I I will. I'll I'll put one out. I've had this discussion with countless number of people. I have my one of my wife's friends. Um, she. She didn't grow up with PB&Js either. Um, she's from, I think, Pittsburgh or, yeah. And um, her, thing her is peanut butter, her, exactly. her peanut butter um, uh, uh, history is, is peanut butter. It's a savory, it's a savory sandwich. So she grew up with peanut butter and spinach. And I, I almost had to tell my wife that we cannot what? be friends with this person because. Uh, I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 John, 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 John. Peanut mm-hmm. butter and spinach? Yep. What yep. in the hey, hell? Listen, I don't condone it. Yeah, you were right. You can't be friends with them anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it was very early on, and it almost we almost didn't become friends because of uh, I mean, peanut butter and spinach. Oh, and this is the thing. So one time, um, this is how I found out about this. So one of the first get-togethers we were having, her kids and my kids are the same age. Um, so now we become like couple best friends, right? For those of you who are married, you, you always end up with a couple best friends. Oh, yeah. And then your, your kids' best friends. We had a picnic. And she was like, oh, we'll just bring some peanut butter sandwiches. So we're like, all right. So I made a, peanut, you know, I made a whole bunch of peanut butter sandwiches. And, then, and they brought peanut butter sandwiches. But to me, a peanut butter sandwich always includes jelly. So we go, we sit down, we, we set everything up. And she brings out the basket um, for... Maybe it was, I don't know, a public snack. But anyways, and she's like, oh, would you like one? And I'm like, sure. What is, what is it? Oh, it's a it's a peanut butter sandwich. Oh, what type of jelly? Oh, no, no jelly. What's in it? Spinach. I mean, I was what? like, I was about to head for Z Hills. I was like, okay, okay. No, it, it, impossible. Fresh fresh spinach or canned spinach? It's fresh. But but I don't think it matters. It, it, it's, it's an yeah, insult. No. It, it, it does, but it's it, still it, yeah, texture texture it? wise. It doesn't. It it it's matters of degrees. It's wrong and sure. canned spinach yeah. is just wronger. <laughs> exactly. You shouldn't even eat canned spinach. That's bad. Unless spinach unless you're pop. Yes, yeah, so you unless you're pop. Pop gets a pass. What's even more wrong is back to PB and J for a second. I hope nobody here 
maybe you've tried it. I've never tried it. And if you tried it, hopefully you didn't go back. The jar with the peanut butter and jelly inside. I'm sure some of you have seen that. I have I've tried, tried it. it. I think it's called Goober or something like, like it. that. It is an abomination good, right? to all yeah, things. Atrocity. Yeah, atrocity. Chris Cody would make it. <laughs> with his um, mustard and ketchup and mayonnaise in one squeeze bottle. And the Vegemite should be a grit of death. I think every hour you have to take a, a teaspoon full of it. Oh, no toast or butter, Aesom. just a teaspoon. Three, Aesom, once that every is hour. a brilliant, brilliant idea. This has got to go on the grit of death. Has to. <laughs> Can we make sure Pablo has to do it? <laughs> Break oh, the man. competition? No, Pablo. Yeah, Pablo would destroy with that though. Like as as many. The, when I heard Pablo eats those little baby sausages. Like that's oh. like something in the oh my god, that is the grossest Wait. stuff. Like, like that's Vienna weird. sausages in a can? No, it's not. It's not. It's not in a can. It's in the glass jar. It's like it's it's another ring of hell. Like past <laughs> the Vienna sausage. Do you think that's worse than gas station sushi? Okay, I will not stand for gas station sushi slander. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, you like it? I, I eat gas station sushi on a regular basis. Oh shit! But You're what kind man. of gas station? <laughs> Wait, it's one of more those. Importantly, what type of sushi? I've never, I've never I mean, even seen it. It, 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 it's just regular sushi. I don't really know what the rolls called. It just says what it has in it. And as long as it's got cream cheese, I eat it. Oh my god, that made it worse somehow. <laughs> so, so you don't eat sushi. You eat American sushi. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. I live in Memphis. I mean, cream cheese, come on now. Does, cream cheese and sushi is an abomination. Yeah, no. they're, not, they're not getting a whole lot of fresh seafood in Memphis. No, not a lot. Roadkill. My wife judges me, but I don't really care. <laughs> Man, on a, on a total gas station tangent, we'll bring it back to sandwiches. South Texas gas station tacos. People want to say, hey, don't buy, you know, gas station food. Nah, South Texas tacos, you get the biggest tacos for like, Two dollars, right. hit hard every time, fresh every morning. You, you nail it. Yeah, I feel bad for all of you. Don't have Quick Trip, and Quick Trip is the greatest gas station. We get a little crazy about it, and there, it's yeah, gas station food there. It's like cuisine. It is phenomenal. It's like oh, a legit anyway. restaurant inside, right? Pretty much. And now they have it where you can get fried chicken. You can get mashed potatoes with it. You can get home meals. It's and their pizza is real good. We have something like that down in uh, in Raleigh called Sheets. Uh, I would imagine that's that's kind of the same thing, kind of the same same concept. Sheets, hey, they, they have Sheets it, and Wawa. Yeah. Wawa, yeah, Wawa was another one I I hadn't heard of till I till I got till I moved I moved to North Carolina. But yeah, Sheets is Sheets is pretty solid. I'm gonna go with the uh, the just old fashioned gas station hot dog though. Little onion, little mustard. Can't yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you, you need the cheese sauce if you're going to go the gas station hot dog, don't you? Yeah, the, the nacho cheese. You know, the nacho cheese sauce out of the pump. I'm okay with the onion too, but the nacho cheese sauce has got to be much. <laughs> I hate to ruin the high quality dog with cheese, you know. <laughs> you got to get some fried chicken livers at the gas station now. That's what I was about to bring wow. up, man. Now you're talking there. Yeah, we're like the the gas stations that are not a part of a chain that just randomly have a kitchen in them, uh, and like a display case. You've got potato wedges, you got fried <laughs> okra, chicken livers, gizzards, 
right. the best fried chicken you ever had rolls uh man when i go to see my grandma in the western part of north carolina it's just like highway 74 is just littered with all these tiny little hole in the wall gas stations with the best like southern food fried food you could imagine it's, it's I feel cheated because up here, all of our little gas stations, all they have is like pickled eggs. Oh, God, you're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out. Everywhere in in Mississippi had, or around where I li- or lived had chicken on a stick, which was just a gigantic chicken tender on a big wooden stick, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. They're, they're Anything all, on a stick I mean, is I'm wooden. talking like a foot long. Good wow. Lord. Great, uh, great about 1 a.m. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing hits there. like gas station food after midnight. Hey John, your PB and J. Are you eating it whole? Are you cutting it triangle style, right in half? So that's serious, um, there. Yeah, I, actually, I don't cut it at all. I just okay. uh, and and I, I'm not using. I'm using just like probably your just very generic, uh, you know, loaf of bread. So it's. Not like a giant slice or anything. It's just you know something about that big, very easily uh, fits my medium-sized hands. And um, so, do you guys ever hear of people eating peanut butter and pickle sandwiches? It's a thing. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard, I've, I've heard peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches too, which is just as bad. Peanut okay. butter and butter is another one that I tried, and it's I I love them both, but. So I have to say, not just toast with butter, but like a layer of butter, like butter, peanut butter. Here we go. It's a bit bit much. Price, uh, the the peanut butter and mayonnaise thing. There's a restaurant here in Wilmington, uh, which I won't shout them out because they're not a sponsor of the show. But uh, (laughs) they do a hot dog called uh, the St. John's Hot Dog um, or St. John Island's Hot Dog or something like that. It's peanut butter, mayonnaise, and onions, grilled onions on there. And I was super hesitant to try that. And my uh, middle son actually got a job working there for a while. And he brought me one home one day. And I have to say, it is amazing. It is so good. And I would, I would, uh, I'd do it again. Yeah. So that's, that's the only time I've mixed peanut butter and mayonnaise. But the one time I've had it, it was, uh, it was really good. I'm gonna have to back you up. It's not the worst. It's not the worst combination. I, it's it's good on a burger too. I used to uh, I used to to do. There was a place back when I lived uh, back in college. It was a place called. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna shout them out. I'm not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they used to have a peanut butter burger, and you could do it with jelly and everything. And I had a buddy who would get mayonnaise on it, and. You know, I mean, with a burger, it wasn't bad. Kind of like what you're saying, hot dog. I'm sure it yeah. was just the same thing, man. It was. I love that combination. That little bit of the, the sweet and savory. Like it's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, my favorite food combination. Like basically any combination of that. So yeah, I'm totally down. Hey, uh, to Eric, just to let you know, just housekeeping thing. I'm about to have to jump off of here. Thanks for having me on again. Yo, good to see you, Will. Good to talk to you. Thanks for showing up, man. Yeah, likewise, man. Good to, good to see everybody's face again. Hope y'all have a good week. Take care, brother. Man. You too. So how many of you are going to go out and try it? Vegemite? No. You got to try it. Well, you've tried it. Well, I have. I've tried it. I no think thanks. I think that the way he was describing yeah. it, there's a way to cook with it. And it's not meant to just be eaten as a spread. I think. 
But it, they do. I don't know, but I'm going to get creative. <laughs> yeah, breakfast toast with, with a little Vegemite. It's, uh, I know it's I'm definitely going to try peanut butter and mayonnaise before I go back to that. The peanut butter mayonnaise combo, that's a, that's a solid one. I, uh, growing, up, growing up in Mississippi, we had, a, we had a few things questionable that we would eat. Another one that I like is uh, – this one's going to be out of left field here – is going to be buttermilk and cornbread. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Buttermilk and cornbread. That's like dipping it? Oh, no. Or just drinking it? Just yeah, just take a bite and swig. Cornbread in a bowl? <laughs> yeah. Pour it on top. Oh, no. No, I would. Oh, no. it's fantastic. Is buttermilk sour? No. It's, it's, it has that, uh, it has a smell and a taste like it, like it toes the line. It's got a ting. Yeah. Tang. Give it, keep it for a few days and it will go bad on you. I was about to say, it'll get sour pretty quick if you leave it a little long. Yeah, yeah, finish it quick. Don't buy a gallon. <laughs> don't buy a gallon. Yeah, don't speaking, buy a gallon. Speaking of buttermilk, uh, have you guys ever had or made buttermilk pie? No. No? No. So I never heard of it. and I lived in New Mexico for, for a couple of years while my wife was doing her residency. And we went up to a place called Silverton in, in Colorado, which was uh, uh, it's a nice, you take this old timey uh, coal train up there. And we stopped off in this Silverton, uh, Silver, Silvertown uh, uh, town and um, had, had uh, a meal and then was served buttermilk, buttermilk pie. It is one of the best pies I've ever had. And uh, since having it, then I've made it several times. It's delicious. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. I don't know how it'll, you know, compare to um, to your buttermilk and and what was it again? Buttermilk and buttermilk and cornbread. <laughs> but um, but it's delicious. You should if you can try it. If somebody has it, go go have a slice. Well, buttermilk butter buttermilk pancakes are good, so I'm sure a buttermilk pie will be great. Yeah, if you guys come down, I'll make you I'll make you a pie. Any, does anything you know come on it, or is it just you know, like what like what is a what does a buttermilk pie look like? Because I'm just imagining a hunk of white in a pie crust. <laughs> Sorry, imagine a, a um, like a custard, but um, thicker, so it's congealed. It's not so much like a pudding. It's congealed. It's not white. It's more yellow, probably because of the buttermilk and and the vanilla that you put in. Um, so, uh, but it's it's so good. It's probably you know that because of the buttermilk, uh, that tang of the buttermilk. Yeah. And which I, that's why I always associated buttermilk as being sour, but um, so that the creaminess um, and then uh, you know and then the crust it's it's really good. Um, but if, imagine just a a congealed kind of uh, cream middle center like a custard um, with with uh, with a nice pie crust. Oh man, it's it's one of my favorites. Is it like a meringue? No, meringue is is like all. Uh, is all like uh, light and fluffy. This thing is pretty dense. It's, it's okay. So is it like heavier than like a flan? It's heavier than a flan. Like you know, a flan, a flan will, uh, um, will have a little jiggle, and uh, this, <laughs> this, this won't necessarily. This, this will be nice and and congealed and thick, and and uh, and the taste is different too. I'm game. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I've never met a pie I didn't like. I mean, back to the Vegemite, I found a funny, uh, not a funny, but a random site that has like Vegemite recipes. They do like uh, wings, sauces, uh, 
cinnamon rolls almost. Man, we might have to like, John, you're the chef, man. You might have to get in that lab of yours and start cranking them out. I'll, I'll uh, send me the link and send me a link on the Discord server, and I'll, I'll go ahead and, and I'll see what, what's, uh, uh, you know, what, what tickles my fancy. I think if you if you pair it with something acidic-y, it would actually turn out all right. The way man, that oh, man, if if it's like that Marmite, it's it, that's it's a tough. It's going to be a tough sell to 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 uh, to make that stuff. You no know, lie, the uh, first item on here are some wings. They look pretty damn appetizing. Was it Barry had said that uh, like mixing it up with some hot might be a good combo? I think that's probably what they're aiming for with the wings. It seems you know worth a try. I'm not scared. I'll do it. Yeah, John's up for the challenge. No, it's fine. I was going to okay. change I, I was going to say, going back to Moss, when I got to meet some of the guys, uh, you brought up a main a second ago. And uh, funny story, I walked up to him and talked to him for a second, and I realized he was there, but he, he wasn't there, if that makes sense. And uh, he had had a, he'd apparently had a fun day prior to, and then he just shows me his hands. And he goes, I just ate shit outside. And he apparently <laughs> just over the sidewalk. And his hands looked like somebody like made him bear crawl over glass for a hundred yards. It was the <laughs> funniest thing. Oh my he, God. he had had a he 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 must have been on South Beach for a while. <laughs> that South Beach flu is gonna get you. Oh, it, it'll get your wallet pretty quick too. They don't, they don't serve cheap drinks on South Beach. I found that out pretty quick. Holy smokes, what a show. Always fun to spend time with fellow Levitardians. Stay tuned as we continue to grow and may just add some big name Lau Rangers to the mix. I love you all and toodles. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.